the show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers and throw away. Back at y'all again with another special episode. It's your boy Bobby, aka Mr. Five One One, and I'm here with my brother from another mother. <laughs> nah, I was really gonna try to come on like West Side Gun, but hey yo, since we talking hip hop today, hey yo, twelve twelve out the minivan. We not album reviewing West Side Gun, but we are album reviewing a guy with a million guns, Almighty Gang, all that, AMG. AMG, the Audacity Music Group, with none other than a St. Louis native who we reviewed one of his uh, bodies of work already, but this one really stood out. Yeah. I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, this was what, 2022? No, this album came out uh, last year. This is 2023? Yeah, it was the beginning of last year. What the fuck did I think it, it was, was a little year ago? Bro, this is how I know my goddamn brain. I don't smoke weed a lot no more, and. It's a struggle, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> we got um Soon It'll All Be Over by T dub O. Bobby been on my ass about this. Yes. And uh This was uh my album of the year of twenty twenty three. That's I'm gonna start off by saying that. And uh me personally, the reason why I wanted to wait for a little bit was because I wanted to see how much this album one, I want to see if my opinion would change after listening to it for a while. And two, I wanted to see if I wanted to kind of take my time and dissect, you know, each song like I did with um, Don't Stop at Lights. Yeah. So I think that's why it was kind of, I kind of wanted to wait for a minute on this one. Yeah. But yeah, like I said before, man, this was definitely my favorite album of the year, which is actually, this might be the first, actually, yeah, it is the first St. Louis hip hop album that end up being number one on my list. Cause I, you know, like I told you before, every year I uh, do like an annual review and like an annual recap of like my favorite albums. And for the first time in 2023, soon it all be over was on top of that list. Okay. I, uh, this is one of those, this is a piece of work that's like, uh, I, one, the first word I'm looking for is timeless to me. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I do feel like, like you said, I do feel like the year that it came out, looking back um, at that time when it came out, I said that St. Louis doesn't know it, but we got one of the uh, coldest albums of the year Mm -hmm. coming out of the city, and it was this. And I want to make it clear, too, this isn't just... An album, like what I'm saying, like one of the coldest albums, like yeah. people you just said, not just in St. Louis, but I think in all of hip hop. Like I'm talking True. about, you know, this album to me was better than, I'm not gonna lie, this was better than Drake's album. This was better than, um, I think Chino XL, who was a really dope underground MC, dropped it. I mean, this album was better than Nicki Minaj's. This album was better than, man, who else dropped last year that was dope? This was even better than Travis Scott's. Like I'm, I'm not being biased. It's just honestly, God, honestly, God, truth. Like to me, this album was better than all of those, in my honest opinion. That's because it was some real rap. Like, it, yeah, it was real deal. Like, mm-hmm. like real deal. It had a real. 
battle. It, it was a really I don't I don't know the word. And I keep saying I real, think, and it's just I think what you, I think what you were gonna say was authentic. It, had, it was authentic, but I was gonna say it had a real purpose behind it. It did yeah, too. It was a purpose driven uh, project. Yes, and you can tell it well, was. It's just the authenticity that he came with, though. Based on my research, the purpose behind this album and TW, please correct us if we're wrong. But the purpose behind this project was I know because you got to keep in mind this came out at the beginning of 2023. Yeah. But I know in 2022 he went through a lot of struggles. Like he lost, like he lost his grandmother. He lost his own sister um, to cancer. Yeah. He lost. First of all, he lost two of his um, fellow AMG uh, label mates, RIP to Hills and uh, DT. Yeah, RIP to Hills and DT. Um, yeah. Hills, who I'm more familiar with. Yeah. Because um, we uh, did we. I know we listened to his project, but I don't think we ever... Uh, we got to give him his flowers in the future. We ever gave him his flowers on yeah, that. Yeah, we got to give him his flowers in the future. That was another artist that I kind of regret not listening to before his uh, unfortunate demise. Yeah. Um, kind of the same way with Nipsey, but I feel like Nipsey, I, I definitely started listening to him, at least when he was still alive, but I know I could have listened to his earlier stuff. I know with Nipsey, I definitely could have dived more into his music more. Yeah. I appreciated Nipsey more when I first found him. It was it was music, but that wasn't the thing that uh, attracted me to what he had going on at the right. time. I fell more into his um, work as a philanthropist. You know, humanitarian. What I would call a philanthropist. Yeah, and he was for the people. A humanitarian. Yeah. He's one of those guys. Like I mentioned earlier, like J Cole. He's one of the people's champs. Yeah, he's for the people, and I. Um, same thing with um, heels. So, yeah, you know. But man, this uh, man, this album, bro. Like, this was a. Uh, I was wondering, I like when I first heard the announcement of this uh, album being dropped and released. I was wondering how different it was going to be from "Don't Stop at Lights," because at the time, "Don't Stop at Lights" dropped to me. That was like his best body of work in terms of production, you know, storytelling, lyricism, versatility. Yeah. But then when you get to this album, which was his follow-up, I mean, he dropped the Raw Files 1 and 2, which were like just separate projects, but they weren't like his, you know, just something to hold the fans over for a minute. But when this album came out, bro, I personally feel that this album, he took it to a whole other level. It, you know what it gave me? It, you know, normally I don't like when artists do um, passion pieces. Yeah. But this was like a passion piece that was done right. Like it was an exception. Yeah. Because okay. it, it wasn't like, he didn't have a, uh, it didn't sound like a compilation of songs that were pre-written. And, yeah. you know, like, okay, J. Cole, my favorite mm-hmm. lyricist of this time. Yeah. Right? Um, you have, what's the album? Um, for your eyes only mm-hmm. it was a great body of work but mm-hmm. i didn't enjoy it as much as say's born center or 2014 yeah. forest hill because you know passion pieces tend to be so specific to like an artist right and whoever or whatever it is that they're aiming mm-hmm. that at or they're um drawing their energy for that uh, that, that, that that piece of the project right from i felt like this was him although i felt like he did draw from like his pain and him losing his sister, he talked about that, and yeah. and losing his homies, he talking about that. He still kind of had fun with it, right? It wasn't so much like pain driven yeah. and 
trauma, you know, I mean, induced and like that. It was more so like, hey, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still doing my damn thing. I'm right. standing on my business for my dogs, even though they can't be with me. Mm-hmm. I'm still that motherfucking lion. You're going to hear me roar yeah. type yep. shit. And that's what made me like it. Because the song, um, damn, let me pull it up. Because this song got me through a little rough spat. When uh this shit was going on, cause I it was crazy. I was sitting, and it's crazy. It's sitting on my phone right now. Yeah, the song I'm thinking about. It's uh tough times don't last, and I was uh yeah that was I remember song. just playing that shit every day. When it was just in my rotation going to work, I'm just playing that song like yeah. all right. But it was it was encouraging. It's an encouraging, yes. motivating, um, energizing to right. a degree uh body of work here. You know, you know what. The first track, Soon It'll All Be Over, that reminded me, I think I might have told you this off the air a couple of times when when this album first came out. You know how Meek Mill started off slow, but then he just went in on Dreams and Nightmares? Tina Bow did this the same way. And like, you know how like Philadelphia, like that was their, you know, that's their theme, like Dreams and Nightmares is is the theme in Philadelphia. Soon It'll All Be Over, that intro track, that's what it reminded me of. That intro, that was the first thing that came to my mind. And I think that honestly could be a theme, the theme for St. Louis in today's yeah, time. Anthem. Like it could be the anthem. Like like I could see like, you know, if the Cardinals are playing or like the St. Louis Blues or, you know, any of them are playing. Yeah. Like this needs that song needs to be in heavy rotation, bro, because that could be the anthem for St. Louis. Because think about it, right? The title is soon it'll all be over. Think about the city of St. Louis we live in. We live in what many consider the murder capital of the world. And like, I think the title soon all be over me is like, you know, people will get over these hardships, you know, eventually like the title can have so many meanings. Like this is my, like it's my personal interpretation of it. Like, you know, like, it's like you said, tough times don't last. Right. Yeah. Like the tougher times, you know, they're only temporary, but we can overcome them. And that's what, that's the first thing I think about when I hear this title, but that intro, man, like when you went from one beat, that first beat to the other beat, and then his flow completely changed. I was like, "This I haven't heard an intro like that since uh, Dreams of Nightmare by Meek Mill." Like he was on, he went in on that one, and that was that's honestly one of my top three favorite songs. And if I if I remember correctly from an interview, I think that was the very last song he recorded for the album because mm. I think he worked on until like his deadline or like whenever he wanted to drop it. Like I think he kept working on this album, yeah, until he. Like until the deadline. Oh yeah, it's time to drop it. Like this was the last song I think he recorded for it. I um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Cause every time I think of it, you know what? I have like music that I like. My go-to music is always the music I don't listen to the most. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's crazy that it may sound. I, my go-to songs are the songs I don't go to a lot on this album. I listened to it straight through probably like four or five times. Yeah. Didn't listen to it for a while. Um, we talked about doing this episode specifically because that was like one of the best. That that I don't know what else in St. Louis. I don't even know if there's anything that's coming from the city that I've heard that I would compare it to. Yeah. Um, and even outside the city. Cause I, you know, you Drake, they dropped, they her loss, they had all that going on over there and all that. That was cool. It was a moment, but this is something that you can go back to, though. Yeah, you can go back to this and either 
I like I had listened to it, like I said before, I had listened to this like four or five times mm-hmm. going through it, trying to get more familiar with like his style and all that and catch how he rapped compared to some of the other projects I went back and did the yeah. same thing with. Um each time I had kept just finding new like little lines, bars, mm-hmm. and shit, and was just like, damn, I ain't catch it the first time. Yeah. I yeah, going back, listening to this, let me see what I can. It was it was fun for me that way. This really like amplified the fan of rap that I, of right. hip hop that I am. Yeah. When it comes to lyricism overall, because um, you know, to me that's that's the biggest thing. Like you can tell me you shooting a thousand people, you can tell me you trapping out of this, 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 and that. But if you can't make that shit sound good, most people can't make that shit sound good nowadays. Right. But he made all the pain, all the energy, whatever his, whatever energy pool or area of his life he was pulling from. He went up. He stood. He stood on business. Right. He stood on business on this one, and he pulled from that perfectly. And execution was fucking phenomenal. Yes. On this album. Um. Ain't no skips on this joint for me. This is oh, the first time no. in any St. Louis artist's life. And I ain't trying to say anybody should be proud of this, but or he should be proud. I'm not saying he should be so proud of this because I ain't nobody, but I ain't skipped not a goddamn song. You can't. And then when it got to Hold Up Bay, that's my shit. Mm-hmm. That's my fucking shit, though. You know what, like, you know, that shit you turn up to. You know what uh, You know what he pulled off that was, uh, was really dope, too, bro? Like, like songs like, look at like Butterfly. Yeah. When I first heard that song, he dropped that. When he dropped that, he dropped that after you know after he was going through that rough time, like I mentioned earlier about you know his personal losses and like the yeah. he was really close to. I'm not sure if you noticed, but he sampled or like not not sampled, but I think he like that song "Wings" by uh, Macklemore. Yeah, man, the way uh, shout out to uh, Valencia Valencia Rush, man, like she did her thing. Hey, on that hook. my bad, Bob. I ain't trying to cut you off. I got scared. I seen that name at first. No, Did I crazy. tell you about what happened? What happened? With the girl from Lindsay. <laughs> ghosted on accident. I'm not laughing about that ghosted shit. Because yeah, yeah. I miss that girl. I fucked yeah. up with that. But she's a singer from this city. I ain't going to say her whole name. But mm-hmm. I, when I had seen it, I just saw Valencia. Oh. And I put two and two together like oh, singing. Damn. I'm like, oh shit. Hold on, wait a minute. I can't listen to this. Yeah. I'm like, hell no. Nah. But um, you know, St. Louis small. Everybody be uh running into every goddamn body in this city that knows yeah. how to, you know, in the music, you know, the music arena. I'm still fairly new with like everything St. Louis has to offer as far as like the artists here. Yeah. Only because like I said, I was gone for a minute. But um Man, she but yeah, going back to what I was saying, Valencia Rush, man, she did her thing. Yeah, she killed Butterfly. She she killed it. Streets on fire is fucking uh that's fucking hot. That's that's my shit. That was phenomenal. That's some shit. I'm I ride in the car too. You know when I got that motherfucking yada. I mean, <laughs> on the side, but that's because I don't want to get. Gotta shot. give a special shout out to some of these features, bro. Like he, G the singer, definitely. Shout out to G the singer. I man, G the singer is a dope singer, bro. Like he he did his thing on More Than Life, which was fire. Like he just he goes in. On the hooks, yeah. Who? Um, I think it was what Kizzle Mobbin and then Strapper on yeah. the 
hold up, man, and then a hundred shots. Like I, I don't care. You know what? What the thing with me and St. Louis music, though. And I'm I'm going a little bit off topic, but I'm staying on topic at the same time. Um, it I couldn't I back in the day it was a group called the Bangers, right? I think that was the name of Bangers, and it was kind of like our own little crime mob. And all these artists in the group was actually fucking dope. Yeah, and that was something weird for me at the time because I didn't always like the way people from St. Louis rap. I didn't fuck with it a lot. And even up until it has since then, though, then since that group, it hadn't been a lot of artists coming out the city that I felt had like a supporting feature or supporting features where they was talking about some shit or they made or that shit was sounding good until obviously like Bodine and Tepo and all them came into play. But that month, hold up, babe, and the 100 shots uh, PSA. I don't know who to the other two dudes was, but them motherfuckers did their thing too. No, I feel right. like no, he no, does a right. real good job with picking like artists. No, no, you were right. <clears throat> yeah, you were right. It was um, Killzone Mobbin and uh, I think Strapo. Strapo, yeah. I don't know who those two guys are, but hey. Killzone Mobbin's a frequent um, collaborator with um, T.O.O. I feel like this. His, uh, he got some good, he be having some good ass features. Yeah, he does. I do really enjoy when him and uh, Ted Poe get together. Yeah. They both got that grit you know, and like that that But you know what though? I'm gonna pause you on there for a second. I appreciated him. No disrespect to Tefpo. Shout out to Tefpo. He's a yeah. he's a legend. He's an independent legend here in the city. But I appreciated T Double not having Tefpo on this album. Yeah. Because what T Double proved on this album was that he could hold it on on his own. I had no doubt in that from uh yeah. Don't Stop at Lights and then what was it, uh Mobstar Mini? No, no, I'm not saying like he couldn't have hold but I'm just yeah. I just appreciate him not like kind of because what I think his intention too on this album, and was to give um his art you know give his artists that are on yeah. his label their shine as well. True. You know that's why that's why I'm saying like I appreciated him like not having Tito Tempo on this so yeah on this album because I think I can't remember if was, Tempo was on Don't Stop at Lights right if I'm yeah not um I think it was uh I think it was the last track if I'm not mistaken. I don't want to say that shit wrong. I don't want to say it wrong either, but I think he was on Don't Stop at Lights. But I, I know he was on there. Yeah, but anyway, but I think this was the first album. I could be wrong, but I think this was the first album, at least in years, that um, he didn't have Tefpo on it. I could be wrong on that. I hope he corrects us if we are, because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Murder Drunk. Yeah, he was on Murder Yeah, he Drunk. was on Murder Drunk. That's what it was. Yeah, but I think this was the first album. Yeah, like I said, he didn't have Tefpo on it, which I appreciate him for doing that. Because you got to think. Because another thing, too, about this album, bro, I mean, the production was phenomenal on this album. The production was phenomenal. It was concise, and he got straight to the point. Yeah. like That's the reason why I was talking about the execution. It was yeah. like he understood. It's like he, whatever he had on his chest, he clearly got that shit off. Yeah, he did. And he, he did good about it. This is the reason why I was talking about those passion pieces. A lot of times when fans, we hear a artist, one of our favorite artists come out with Something that's near and dear to him, and like I said, they, although this was like one of those hard body albums, he had a purpose for it. He still had fun on it, mm-hmm. and it didn't come off so much as like he was just focused on one thing, right? And that's the thing with passion pieces. I feel like they're so focused sometimes on just one topic, one subject, yeah, or surround you know whatever the case, the the emotions of that uh, that person's going through. The the album is kind of a reflection of that. And this was a reflection of all that shit. And it, 
I like variety yes. in things. So yes. this definitely did it for me. Um, specifically, like if I can pinpoint something that I wasn't so like hyped about, like Drake's. Um, everybody, a lot of people didn't really feel him for. Um, honestly, never mind. Right. Um, J Cole with "For Your Eyes Only." Um, it's a lot of uh, hell. Even back dating to going to Wayne in the damn um, I'm not a human being shit. Yeah. And then those revival, yeah, those yeah. like passion pieces that those artists make. Sometimes they don't really do good. Yeah, but this is um, this is one of the ones for the books though. This this shit timeless in my mind and my yeah. heart. Um, another thing that I'm hella, I, I think is just dope though, is to really see a battle rapper mm-hmm. actually make a good album. Yeah, which you don't that's make good fucking do. music outside of battle rapping. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure some of them had did it, but I'm guaranteeing you. You're not gonna catch me listening to an old solo album. Yeah. Old solo do too much goddamn voice mimicking and playing around <laughs> for me to really fucking listen you to him really, actually it's rap funny on the that up because T-Dubo was probably the first rapper since Eminem who like battle rapped mm-hmm. and like, you know, actually took music, you know, seriously. And like you said, he put his he put his heart and soul into this thing. Like he put his heart and soul into this motherfucker. Like I'm not even yeah, I'm just saying that either. Kind of like what Eminem does. You know, Eminem was like, you know, we say nowadays like nobody can touch Eminem like lyrically when it comes to battling, but like T. W. was probably the first rapper in my opinion since um, you know, Eminem that could do that. True. Like I will say that. Like, and I will. By the way, I would love to see those two collab. But that's just a random thought. I want to see him blow up because I just feel like these type of like the artists oh, that he oh, is. He can, he can sorry, I me mean cut you off, but like he can collab with everybody. Like he can collab with Jay Z, Lil Wayne. He can collab with like I just said Eminem. Yeah. He can collab with. I want him to do a song with the weekend. That'd be dope. Yeah, hey, I feel like yeah, um, can, like kind of like G the singer. Like man, like you know how like in sports you got those like all around players like they can fit anywhere. That's yeah. kind of how I feel about T Dub as mm-hmm. an artist. Um, it's only a handful of those people I think that are all around where they could, they would they're like uh, they're not like a perfect glove fit for just one thing because they can do this and they can go in, the, in and out of their lanes right. even had a song in there for the ladies and shit yeah. and it was dope so it's like once again variety I like to see that Man. people are you know yeah, like that's multi-faceted when it comes to Music, especially rap and hip hop, like I, like I just I, I don't like somebody that's just gonna keep giving me street shit all the goddamn time man. through the album. I, I'm about a, if about a fifth song we don't kill two hundred niggas. How much more shooting you want me to do, bro? God damn, <laughs> <laughs> this I ain't have to worry about that. We had a couple lines and they got a couple, you know, a couple niggas got popped probably. Yeah, but <laughs> it's some other shit. It's still hustling to do, and like this podcast, he talked about some hustling. Yeah, so. I ain't, um, yeah, I'm not one of the people that's going to sit up and listen to an album where we done killed by the end of the album, we done killed 2,000 niggas, and we done slid on about 40 ops, and pop somebody, shoot up 30 different mama houses, I ain't, that, that's too much shooting for me. Right. I got guns, too. I don't like shooting my guns that much. I hate how they make my hand feel. Man, but going back to, like, versatility, and, like, yeah. always doing something different, bro, like, that song, uh, what was it, Lustful Intentions. Oh, yeah, that was a good song. That was a dope song. Like he, that was real dope. I appreciated how well he kind of changed his uh, style a little bit. Yeah. On that. And like rough rappers, when they do like, and I put them in a kind of category of rough rapper, a rough rapper, because I do the same thing with Tev Poe, because they both got this guy, and I keep bringing up Tev, it's just, I'm thinking them together, Yeah. because they're the only two in St. Louis that I think of that got like that, 
I don't want to say angry black man thing, but it's more like that. Like it's the grit they got. I got you. Yeah. It's like I mean, it's in your face, nigga. You oh, don't yeah, respect. Definitely. They're both. They're both competitive. Yeah. Yeah. They competitive rap shit. Like yeah. they both yeah, got yeah. that like ferocity about them that I like, and that's the shit that I feel like the game kind of missing. And that's the reason why I like J. Cole, even though I feel like Cole don't always, he's not always on that. Right. But he'll let you know when you slide over too far, motherfucker. I like artists that's going to let you know, hey, don't count me out because as soon as you get to talking on my name or as soon as you forget about me or the second you, you're not listening, boom, here comes some shit like this album. And it'll knock you right back into, oh, well, let me go back and listen to this then and check this out. Because I did like that mixtape. Well, I like that album. Yeah. And this made me go back and like, well, let me go check out some more of his catalog. Because I was only, what, it's only been a year and a half since I really found out about him. And started looking into him, who he is as a battle rapper. And who he is from the city. Yeah. And all that. Like, when I, if, if you a local artist and we talk about you on here, I just want you to know. Northside and I, I done probably did my research on your music, and I definitely did my research in the streets about who you are. Mm-hmm. Because I have to get a, for me to really like champion somebody or talk about somebody when you're not in the room, I need to know, have somewhat of an idea of who you are. This album made, did an even greater job of that to show you like the humility, um, like, you know, I can't think of the other word, like the humane side or. Yeah, like, like the conscious side. Yeah, conscientious yeah, yeah. side of them. And um, I thought that was cool. But I always like to get familiar with who these people are that we right. talking about, these men that we talking about, and these women who are rappers that we talking about as well. Because um, I don't want to give no half-assed reviews. I don't want nobody thinking I'm out here D-riding because he's from, from St. Louis. It's yeah. not that. It's not just that. It's, just, it's like, wait a minute. These artists honestly have some shit that needs to be heard and I need you to listen to this too. Right. And that's like this album. I probably posted this shit on my Instagram. I don't know. I don't think I posted every song, but I know it was a week straight where I just kept posting in my little story, like the cover art and then oh, the, cover art the is songs. Yeah. And shit, I was like, bro, I was telling one of my homies in Nashville, I was like, if you find it on Spotify, I'm just saying. Check it out. Yeah. I know he's a DJ. He'll he'll spin that shit. He'll play that shit every now and then that'll look get kicked back or something. And somebody be like, damn, what's that? The same shit I did with Rome. Went down there and started playing Dope yeah. uh, Dealer, Dope Dealer 2. Mm-hmm. And niggas catching on. I be in the hood like Master, Master P. P. Yep. And motherfuckers like, who is that? I'm like, that's somebody from back from the crib that's actually putting in work. And that's the same way I feel about Dope. Like he putting in work, standing on business. Yeah, it's very versatile. Yeah. He's super relatable mm-hmm. to like, I say he's super relatable to me specifically because I think it's certain things that we got in common, but specifically it's the, um, I, I, the one commonality that I lean on a lot is anybody that definitely understands growing up in the environment, yeah. like Northside St. Louis, they can identify Certain things, and not even just Northside St. Louis, any goddamn inner city hood or whatever you whatever you want to call it, and that can that can identify with the struggle. You know, being a black man day to day, um, providing for your family, right. even if it is in a not so legal manner or however it may be. Yeah. You know, when they recovering, they pass on songs and all that. Um, it's a lot of uh, relatable marks there that he hit or he's checked off on my checklist. Right, so. When um, you cover that topic of relatability on an album, on a piece of your project, 
for me, it's really, really big too. That's what pushes my likelihood for liking the project. So yeah, well, and a lot of people out there definitely appreciate it too. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, another song, another one, a song that's personally my top three is No Service. No Service. Yeah. Yeah. No Service. He went. He went in on that one. Like that kind of uh, kind of went back to that old, you know, you know, gritty yeah. um, side of him on that one. Yeah, but, um, that, those are probably my favorite cuts, though. Like, like soon it'll all be over. Yeah, the intro. Well, like it's when he when yeah. it's really like okay, I'm I'm really on your ass now. Yeah, like that's the shit that I like. We gotta appreciate the conscious side of him too on this album. Yeah, too, because you know, like I said, like I said, you know, we could tell that. I think, in my personal opinion, like looking back, like from our review, from our previous review of his uh, "Don't Stop at Lights." Yeah, I I felt like he definitely poured his heart out a lot more on this one than um than that. True, album. I feel like he did. Yeah, and that's the reason why I kept calling it somewhat like a passion project because it seemed like it was more focused to, hey, yeah. this is where I'm going through. Let me vent. But at the same time. But I'm finna get the fuck off on this album too like, at the same like, time. But just remember I'm the shit. Like basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I'm it. finna pop my shit, but yeah. a nigga been going through this. So. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you were saying, like appreciating the conscientious side, mm-hmm. I definitely do. My whole thing with like the gritty side of it though and what, what he brings with that and it reminds me of like those 90 artists like cannabis mm, yeah cannabis um D- even dmx um j is it jerry the damager um even damn near like component noriega like war report type shit j- but what i really be feeling though like when he do this shit and when specifically dub when i can hear his music it, it always give me like the locks. Some give me a locks vibe, and the only reason why I say that is because if you remember, like when the locks was like young, yeah, Jada Kiss was like one of the hungriest motherfuckers oh. on the team. And granted, yeah. Styles P was you, cold. You heard that on Flesh on My Flesh, Blood on My Blood. But yeah, had, like um, I forgot exactly what the name of that song was. But it was the Locks, DMX, and Jay Z. Yeah, on that song, you could tell how hungry all of them were. Like that um, Benny yeah. Siegel style grit type oh, shit, Jada Kiss yes, locks shit. Easily. That's the shit that I like, and he embodies that shit. Like real hip hop shit, and this is the reason why I always differentiate between rap and hip hop. Mm-hmm. I always say rap is a subgenre of hip hop. Hip hop has its own motherfucking thing. True, but this is like that gritty rap shit that I be looking for in certain artists, and I don't feel like we got too many St. Louis artists that embody that because not everybody, not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people, you know, they got ops and they, yeah. like I said, about you get three tracks into the song. We done killed about 10,000 motherfuckers. Like, we tiller the hunt or some shit. Right. And I'm already exhausted, because that's a lot of goddamn killing. And this right here was just a smooth... This is Sunday drive music for me. Mm. Like, if I just want to chill in the car, and I'm just riding around running errands, yeah. this is probably what I'm playing. Interesting. Um, This is definitely mixed into my cue of what I'm playing, so... Yeah. If you want the motherfuckers that like Griselda and shit like that, Definitely throw this in your rotation. Oh yeah, he could definitely uh, collab with like Conway and like. Benny I want to hear him and Benny the Butcher go back and forth. Yeah, that'd be dope. That's if I can if I can hear him with anybody. I want to hear him and him and the, uh, Benny the Butcher to go. Yeah, like on a song. I mean, him and Conway could uh, definitely do something too. Him and Conway would mix perfectly though. That would yeah. be the perfect mix. Yeah. Conway more he gritty, but he more like he kind of flashy. Yeah, but he he playful, and I, I fuck with I fuck with Conway. Conway. Right. 
I, I don't want to hear him with West Side Gun. Don't get me wrong. I you fucking mean, I love West Side Gun. You know, but you, that you P twelve at the minivan, the fucking voice is always what kills me, dog. But but you <laughs> know that, that nigga hard though. But you never know though. It, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it, it, it's dope. It's possible. I'm not saying I'm not trying to take anything away from the stove guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I fuck with West Side Gun. His voice just cracks me the fuck up. Like when I was thinking about don't stop at lights. Like imagine getting pulled over by West Side Gun if he was an officer. You know how that stupid that shit is sounding to me? License and registration. Like, oh nigga, God. I'm not. Nigga, I'm going to fuck around and get shot. <laughs> Laughing and shit, but enough of me being silly. No, you're good. It's just, um, yeah, we both, I, in, we really enjoyed this um This album. This album. That, like, yeah, like you just said, it's timeless. I think it'll, maybe it is already to you, but it'll definitely be going down and be a certified classic. If I can get it on vinyl and get him to Bro, sign please. it. please. T-Double, I'm begging you. Please. <clears throat> yeah, if I can get this on vinyl and get him to sign it. Yes. And this definitely going in the case. Please, T-Double, uh, get, get this on vinyl. Get all your albums on vinyl too, bro. Like, for real. Yeah, let I me will, get this. I will pay you $150. Oh, my God. I can't talk. I will pay you $150 for all of them if you get them on vinyl. Shit. Please do, bro. I'll even give you 200 if that makes you happy. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I feel like this. Like, how Nipsey did the... Uh, that one album, what was the album was that where he was in the club and he sold that shit for what a hundred dollars a piece? That was a Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Yeah. I feel like this is his Crenshaw. Low you know key. what? This can honestly, to me, this is like, this is like his blueprint. True. From Jay Z, if you want to talk about a little more, if you want to talk about a comparison, but man, honestly, bro, like Tito Bo, man, like, you want? Let's get. I gotta give somebody. I wanna keep uh, giving these uh, feature artists. Because not only do I want to review this album, but I also want to give some of their featured artists their props too. Because I don't want it to be just like, because you know they gotta appreciate what T.W.O. has done yeah. for them on this album, which I'm pretty sure they have. But you know what? Speaking of giving flowers, hold on. Let me go ahead and go ahead and give a give flowers to Rally B. Yes. Um, Boating. Yes. Tank the machine, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the last guy on that fucking freestyle in that video. That you sent. I can't remember the last artist there, but all well, no, the last artist was Ryan. Ryan, oh, he, he was, yeah, Ryan he was the last was, one yeah, to go. But one, one I, there was other one of the other guys. I can't remember. I just remember Tank, Bodine, and Ryan, I, Riley, Riley B. Um, I didn't remember nobody else. I couldn't remember the guy's name, but all y'all did y'all motherfucking thing. Yeah, I done showed so many people that goddamn video who be talking shit about St. Louis, like they ain't got no real rappers. Yeah. I'd be like, nigga, y'all don't understand the shit that we get locked in the chamber. If I wanted to right now, up this motherfucker, <laughs> you gonna feel this shit when you hear this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, damn, son, where you find that? That's the look and shit they get when on their face when they hear me play that shit. I'd be like, bro, the motherfuckers been around. The motherfuckers is cold, nigga. Mind you, Ryan used to uh, fucking do the uh, uh, team backpack shit. Yeah. Like, if you couldn't go on team backpack if you didn't have some fucking type of, like, lyricism at all, my nigga. Right. Like, it's it's cool to see somebody that I somewhat kind of know that did that this fucking cold. Yeah. So, So, shout out to y'all. Yeah, it was Bodine, um, I think JK's, if I'm saying that right. Okay. Tank the Machine and Damon. They all did their thing. Okay, okay, okay. But man, um, like, like all y'all, man, yeah. um, keep that type of shit coming because y'all don't understand it. That that's the type of shit that people we like me and Bobby, yeah, and people who really appreciate. I'm a hip hop star, so this type of shit I like. It's right up my alley. This is shit I appreciate. 
Cause I, I I I can only like I said I can only do so much killing on the phone. Right. I, I'm 30. I ain't got no options. If you beefing with me at this point, you just beef by your damn self. <laughs> at this point, you talking to yourself about the shit you gonna do. Cause my nine times out of ten, you don't even know where I'm located at in this bitch. And I go through profound mm-hmm. security measures through this motherfucker, so you don't know yeah. where I'm at. Um, I want to I want to talk about another song off of the album, man. Uh, the Dragon. Yeah. Bodine and R.I.P. the Hills, man. They both, uh, they both slid on that. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, but they both, uh, they both did a thing on that album. And uh, again, R.P. the Hills, man. R. Hills was a man, a talented a lyricist that I wish I could have listened to when he was alive. Like I didn't hear about him, unfortunately, until after his um, unfortunate demise. Yeah. But um, we're definitely gonna do a review of him sometime in the future. I like how they got an AMG choir. Yeah. I think that shit fly. Mm-hmm. That's a fly ass shit. Yeah. Um, Can't knock it with Kizzle Mobbing was nice too. Money Machine was another yeah. one I really like. More lit. That was on those. Is uh, yeah. I'm going through. Uh, my, my bad. I'm going through. Um, my bad. I keep going back to. No, no, you're good. Don't stop at lights, and I'm just. I'm, my bad. I'm trying to get think, all like the features I, I caught. Well, I think what we're trying to do too is like repetitive. Like, I think what we're trying to do as well, and correct me if I'm wrong, is like I think what I just like. I just like to see the growth of yeah. how he went from, you know, Don't Stop at Lies to, he dropped, like I said earlier, he dropped the Raw Files 1 and 2, and then Sooner All Be Over came out. Yeah. Like, just his growth, you can actually hear it, too. You know what? Yeah. He did have, what was that, um, was that Debo Part 2? Was yeah. that the same year? I don't know if that was the same year. I think that might have been twenty. Let me see. I think if I go back to, no, mine say twenty twenty three. I don't know exactly what. Oh yeah, no, they came out. No, they came out later. No, they came out after. uh, Sooner I'll be over. Bro, that shit say cuss like your shout out. No, I'm not a gang member or none of that. Shout out to all the crib rappers. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all 'all. (laughs) y'all. Cause y'all motherfuckers is great with this. Yeah. With these fucking names, dog. Yeah. It ain't never been not one crib rapper that has let me down yet when it comes to their name, their stage name. Or some shit, some shit they got going on. Or just them in overall. Cause Snoop code in the motherfucker. I always yeah. gonna be like fucking wrong Snoop. But um You know another song too that really stood out to me, bro, was Dear Ye. Dear Ye, yeah. Oh yeah. He did he drop that before this came out? Yeah, he did. He dropped this and Butterfly before they came out. I, what I really appreciate here's let's talk about DRA for a second, man, because you know, at the time, Kanye was on that bullshit. Well, yeah, that too. But yeah, he was off about talking about. What was he talking about? Like Jew? Was he talking about Jewish? Like, yeah, he the lost whole, all the deals. Uh, like, yeah, from like what was it? Adidas and like Adidas Gap and all those. Yeah, people all those started fucking stores. with him. You know what I really appreciated T.W. doing on this album, right? He wasn't like dissing Kanye at all because at the end of the day, all and I'm pretty sure he is too. We're all fans of Kanye. Kanye put in. Some of the best hip hop albums of all time, from like College Dropout, Late Registration, you know, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You know, Kanye has one of, in my personal opinion, he has one of the greatest catalogs in hip hop. Yeah, he's one of our more amplified voices. Yeah. I well, just wish my brother would, you know, yeah, get it, get it together, and but, get get on it. But I think the point I'm trying to make with this song is like he didn't talk to him, like he wasn't trying to diss him or like. Yeah. Throw him under the bus or anything like that. He was actually saying, like, hey, man, like, you know, this is, 
you know, this is how I feel. Like, he was basically just talking to him, like, he even said this interview, he was basically talking to him, like, as of, like, you know, he was, like, trying to have a conversation, you know, with him about some things. And I appreciate him not, like, trying to, you know, like, trying to destroy him or, like, anything like that, literally. You know, because I'm pretty sure, like I said, you know, he's probably a fan of Kanye himself, you know, growing up. Because he mentioned, say, you know, he's listened to him since he was, you know, before he was even a teenager, you know, when he came out the game. So I, I just appreciate him. That was a good way to close the album, in my opinion. Yeah, that definitely was. Um, I like Butterfly, too. I always like those um, emotional joints, though. They kind of make yeah. you... The, the, my whole thing is, when I think of, like, music... Like, I remember taking, like, speech classes and shit and theory of music classes and how to compose and all that. I like when artists hit, like, pathos, ethos, you know, ethos is emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they hit those points. Mm-hmm. It, um, it really shows you how dedicated somebody is to... The placement of the songs was good, too. Oh, yeah, like the cohesiveness. Like, like how yeah. all... That's another thing with, like, an album, though. Yeah. Like, when, when you are... Making the track list, it's the placement of the songs. That's one of his. Is I, what I think is real good. And I think he's really brilliant at that shit. That's what though. I was gonna say. I think that's one of his greatest strengths is yeah. like to um, place um, you know these songs in that particular order. Because I feel like, you know, it's kind of like you know, because he's telling a story. Yeah. You know, with all his albums, he's really good at storytelling. And that's but, the thing I like. Like when I was thinking when you were talking about Meek Mill, I was thinking about like Tony's story. Like, I don't know if you remember that, where he had, like, the story of, like, Tony and all the shit that was going on with him in the street. Like, artists who are great storytellers, when they make their albums, if they place they place the songs right, yeah. it paints a picture and it becomes, right. like, a movie for me in my head. Right. Because, like, me, like, I got ADHD, so if you talking to me, everything you saying, in my mind, this is probably not just an ADHD thing. I think this might be an everybody thing, but for me, if you talking to me, it's a picture I'm, I'm painting. Each song is, like, a different scene. Yeah. And I'm just painting the picture. And if I can do that perfectly without being interrupted in any way or thrown off, and it just, the coercion is there and it fo- and it flows real well, mm-hmm. then I, I also really like it. And I think this this definitely embodied that. This definitely took care of that for me. So, you know, you know what's crazy, bro? Like, you know how I was mentioning, sorry, this just popped in my head. I hope I'm not trying to change the subject or anything. No, you're straight. But, like, you know how, like, we, we, we always said off the air that, like, you know, we always say, like, Illmatic is, like, the peak of, like, it was, like, a peak of hip-hop, a peak of moment of hip-hop. Like, we always say, like, 2014, Four Souls Drive was J. Cole's Illmatic. Yeah. I honestly think this is a, this is his Illmatic. His Illmatic, yeah. I personally feel that way. I said the blueprint earlier. I don't know what I was, but, like, when I, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, wait, you know, this is actually his Illmatic. Like, I still think this is, like, his best album to date. You know, and I can't, I won't go ahead of myself. I'm pretty sure he's working on something new right now. I know um, The Raw Files 3 came out. Um, is was, it on Spotify? I don't it think might it's on, be on Apple, Apple Music. I, I, no, it's not. It's not on Apple Music. Yet. We just got. Dang. I think it's on. Yeah, it's on Distro Key or some shit. It's like on Bandcamp or something like that. But I'm like, have to just dive into it. Yeah, bro. yeah, but it's pretty. I listened to. I listened to. It's pretty. It, he went in on that one too. But, but I know he's got like his next album that comes out. I'm. I can't wait to hear it because I don't mind reviewing that one either. I don't know. I honestly think like whatever he puts out, we can honestly review it. In my opinion, I know we're trying to review, but like I don't know, man. I feel like. He's, how should I say this? I'm just gonna say he's honestly since Tefpo, he's honestly the best rapper from St. Louis in my in my point of view because yeah. of his consistency, his delivery, what he's bringing to the table, and like kind of like what you said about Nipsey, what he's doing for the community. That's why I'm saying he's the best rapper yeah. alive since Tefpo in St. Louis. Like I'm not talking about just music wise. I'm talking about like everything he's doing for his people. 
Yeah, he's one of those artists that I yeah. want, and I don't want nobody to take this wrong because I know we all love our city. Yeah, and we're gonna put on for our city. But yeah, he's one of those artists that I really hope escapes what I call the burden of St. Louis. Yeah, and the reason why I call it that is because if you notice, a lot of artists from our city don't get on unless they leave. Even DJs here, yeah. like I love DJ Dirty Bird. Yeah, I love watching his content and shit. But I feel like if he went out of town somewhere. Under that name, he would do a lot better. Only because yeah. the music, like the the DJs here, I don't know. I just feel like they don't do a good job of supporting. Yeah. It's not a lot of support in the city yeah. for this type of music, and I want to see them make it out. I, I want to see those these artists make it. Like I'm proud as hell of like Smino mm-hmm. becoming the artist he's become and going platinum, right? And getting Grammys and shit recently for fucking writing on on songs and shit. And he's flourishing outside of St. Louis. And I would, I, you know, it sucks when like an artist has to leave their hometown to make it. Um, but he's, Dub is definitely one of those artists that have, that's grown on me in the year and a half that I've listened to him and can study up on him. Um, I do want to see that brother definitely excel beyond uh, all measures. Like one, like one question I would ask him is like, is he satisfied? Is he satisfied where he's at? Because I feel like he has excelled to a degree, because he is he is getting uh, well known. And like even like countries, other countries outside the U.S. are listening to him. And remember the statistics I sent you. Um, I sent you a text of like all the statistics he had. Yeah. You know, I think um, the album he did with uh, oh my gosh, what was that? Uh, he did. Uh, I forgot what that um, dude's name was, but. That a collab on a chaos theory did like two million streams independently on Spotify mm. or something crazy like that. Yeah, and you know, keep my T.O.B.O.'s got like millions of streams independently. Like I don't care if it's a couple million, a million's a million to me. I'm sorry. Like, and he's not he's not selling his soul to the devil. Yeah, because I can't imagine how he would be if he signed to a major label. And like, I don't think we would get an album like this personally. I could be wrong, but that's just my honest opinion. I want him to stay where he's I at. I think everybody's um. Every artist experience with a major depends. Yeah. I think if you have a level-headed artist who's willing to compromise, not compromise, I don't want to use the word compromise, willing to if the label meets that person with giving them creative control of their own music and everything, I think you get a good artist on like a Def Jam or something like that. Because I'm looking at and the reason why I'm thinking I'm saying it yeah. is because I'm looking at somebody like Benny the Butcher, right? Yeah. Griselda and them, they were doing their thing before he had that deal. Yeah, oh yeah. And granted, it probably wasn't the amount of motion that he's seeing now because he has somewhat of a machine pushing behind him. Right. I feel like the I feel that the reason why I think that Def Jam move is gonna work for Benny. And why I think it's that's the reason why I say it's custom tailored to each artist with how they experience goes with a major. Yeah. From what I understand of the little bit that I knowledge that I have of the, the industry mm-hmm. is those artists that tend to like they know what they're going after, they know who they are, right? They know what they will and won't compromise on, or they 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 are okay with like I right, I'll make this change, but I'm not changing my sound. I'm not changing who I am. For right. This. I'll just do this little shit here for this commercial success or whatever to push my ideology around, push my narrative or push my music out, but my shit gonna stay the same. And I think that's like kind of where Benny is 
And I think those artists are the ones that tend to do good. They stay yeah. authentic. It's just, you know, the industry is the industry. You exactly. got to kind of play along with some of the shit. You do. Uh, to a degree, because if that was the case, honestly, I don't think we would have artists like J. Cole still in the game. Right. He probably would have like, nah, that shit bullshit. But see, he got to the point where he could eventually go from Rock Nation to, okay, now nah, I got Dreamville. Yeah. But Dub is coming from a place where... Well, you like your mind. He got AMG already. He got AMG, but that's what I'm saying. Like he's like he's already a CEO of AMG. Yeah. Like it's a legit label here in St. Louis, and I think he wants to mainly focus on that, like getting his, you know, giving his artists the shine that they deserve. Because like I said, you know, we just talked about Kizzle Mob, and we just talked about G the Singer. Yeah. You know, again, you know, if Hills was if Hills was still alive, RIP to Hills. If he was still alive, Hills would have been, he would have blown up, you know, under um, Tina Bo's wing. You know, of yeah. course, you know Bodine. You know, we already know where Bodine is at. Yeah, Bodine. You know, I, I've listened to Bodine for I've listened to Bodine probably for about over ten years now because I first heard him back in like 2013, 2014. Yeah, and like you know, look look where Bodine is at. Honestly, right now, like he's got his own clothing, and like like Tina Bo is the type, and I've seen I've I've seen kind of seen this in like other clips of him on YouTube. Tina Bo is the type that he wants to be his own boss. Yeah. Like, and I think he fully expresses that really well, not just in this album, but in his whole entire, um, in his whole entire catalog. You know, I know he doesn't want to be, you know, anybody's like slave or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, he wants to be his own boss. He wants to be a good mentor, a good entrepreneur, businessman. You know, he's a true hustler. Like, keep in mind, this dude started from the bottom and look where he's at now. Like, now he's. I mean, as long as he's eating off his shit. Yeah. That's all I be really caring about. I mean, like I'm saying, I think he could do good on the major, but like but he already has AMG, and that's like, what I, I was getting to. Like, no, no, like I'm, I'm like I think he could too, but I don't think that's something he want to do. I don't think he wants something. I mean, yeah. I could be wrong. Like maybe, that, maybe that's something we can ask him when we finally get him on here. But like, I just I personally like he's just one of those artists. I think he'd be fine without a major label personally. Yeah. Ultimately, my whole thing is shit. Keep going with what you got, if, bro. Uh, please do, man. We want more. If y'all, if AMG is doing what y'all doing now with these artists, I mean, keep definitely going. Any, any. You know, if you ever looking to sign a podcast, yeah. though, you know what I'm saying. You can go ahead, and slide my way, cub. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> ah, that, we'll definitely be down for that. Yeah. No, but, definitely. Uh, um, but man, shout out to uh, who else, man? We got to give it a special shout out to. The first sign podcast. Imagine that rocking around with AMG chains. That's it. You can tell me shit at that point. This is the reason why I never. I didn't. I can My cousins wouldn't let me be a crib because I'm gonna go too to the head with this shit. Them niggas would never let me do that shit. But you know what, though, honestly, man, since we're like still kind of freshly, not freshly new, but we're still kind of like rookies in this podcast, we can actually like get advice from him. Hell yeah. Because I'm going to tell you, I was going to say this too, man. Like, I know there are plenty of young, you know, young dudes out here that want to try to make it, you know, who are trying to rap right now. But you all can learn from this dude and, like, his artists. Like, Dang. I know T.W.O. was, this is the thing I like about T.W.O. Like, I told you, I said this before when we did those, the Don't, Don't Stop at Lights album review. Quality over quantity. Yeah, quality over quantity always. Like, I liked how this album was concise. Like... It wasn't too long. It was too short. I think it was about a little less than an hour, which is perfectly fine. It was yeah. Pretty, it was like a good what 14, 15 songs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't need. I really don't even need fourteen to fifteen. If you can lay it out in a good ten. Yeah, this was about a good fourteen songs. Yeah, like this was. 
I find when you get like, the poison. Conceptually, like it was flawless and yeah. like it was on point, stayed on topic, yeah. didn't stray away from it. I don't fuck with albums that um that I like this new shit with throwing like twenty three songs, throwing like a half of all your songs on an album because this the only way you can be able to get that shit out and sell because you know that shit ain't that good. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't do that. I don't support that shit at all. Like, look, work on your like, artistry. Like Taylor Bo doesn't have to pull off a, a double album unless yeah. he wants to. But like, because you know, he, like you said, like he gets to the point. I mean, of course, we got the classics like um, like Life After Death and like All Eyes on Me. Yeah, I mean, unless Taylor Bo wants to give us like you know a special treat or something, he could pull it off, but he doesn't have to. True. Because I he's already a veteran, not just in the St. Louis music scene, but in all of hip hop. Like he's like his catalog just speaks for itself, bro. Like. But man, he needs to get this. He needs to get the show on vinyl because I will get it in a heartbeat. But man, yeah. If you if you when you hear this, bro, I need that shit on vinyl like ASAP. Yeah, please. Oh yeah. By the way, for those of you out there like who listen to AMG, cop, get get their check out their merch, man. I got a T shirt yeah. from them when they first launched. It that looks. I got the AMG label that looks like the NWO. Uh, mm. it, it was so dope, bro. Like I need merch for fat niggas. Where that merch at? I'm sure they have some. I need a good old 3XL, bro. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you, you didn't get down to 2XL yet? But hell, no. Nah. Do I look like I'm in a 2XL, nigga? I'm trying to escape 4XLs. Hey, you're hustling. Them shits feel comfortable, but I be like, nah. I'm finna get down to this uh, good old XL. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. I'm, this is the shit I listen to working out. Yeah. Like, this is in that playlist. This, this is a good workout. Because I feel like this shit keep me this type of music that make you focus. Yeah, it does. Instead of me listening to future and get the bouncing around that motherfucker (laughs) and shit. Now I'm here all fucking listening to uh Drake while I'm fucking working out. No, this album definitely just like Don't Stop the Lights, this album made me think outside the box. Yeah, make sure y'all stop at lights. He promoting bad driving still. I'm sorry, y'all. This St. Louis, we can't drive in this motherfucker. We get them Hellcats, the shits with them Hemis, them 442s, the goddamn motherfucking scatties, and we get to lose them. I goddamn mind yeah. around this son, bitch. I'm in the right. Nissan, and these niggas are scaring me. I'm trying to get home. But hopefully soon it'll all be over for you. I mean, so. in a good way. It's soon, it's soon yeah. me not having, I don't even really want a Hellcat. I want an old school 82 or 71 Chevelle. Well, I'm gonna throw all, I'm gonna throw some shit off in that motherfucker, boy. I'm telling you, wait till I get to, wait till I get the rest of this paper up. It's over with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? But um, but man, uh, top three songs yeah. off this album for you? I think you top three. Um, yeah. Hola Bay. Um, let me go. No service. Oh, and yep. the last one I'm gonna choose off this album. Let me pull it back up because my ass. Can't remember shit by the title. Um, Streets on Fire. Yeah, Streets on Fire was dope. That was my shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that first three uh, track run. What um, about yours? My top three, um, definitely the Soon I'll Be Over intro. That was, like I said, I just loved how it started. And it just, like I said earlier, it reminded me of uh, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. And it could be St. Louis's uh, anthem, in my opinion. Uh... My other ones would be No Service, for sure. And I did like The Dragon with uh, Bodine and Hills. Um, you have three talented lyricists on that song, that really yeah. good thing. I'm going to go back and listen to The Dragon. Yeah. That was, a, man, R.I.P. to Hills again, man. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, that project we checked out by him was pretty nice. It was. I played that a couple times, riding around. 
I don't know. I just like this kind of journey I'm on with like St. Louis music. I'm finding about all these artists. Unfortunately, he was passed before yeah, but we'll, I could get around to meeting him or anything like that. But um, We'll definitely give him uh, I'll definitely flowers. give his music so flowers because that was a phenomenal piece of work, too. That yeah. was a great one for me. I've never um, been disappointed, AMG. All the all the projects they draw, I've never been disappointed them because, like I said, I, I can tell they all care about their craft. And hopefully in the future, we can definitely uh, do something for Jesus Singer. Because we yeah. can expand our horizons a little bit. I just realized okay. you got them damn J. Cole socks on again. Oh, yeah. The fuck? Uh, they're comfortable as hell, though. That's shit he said. They are. They're really well, comfortable. Kevin Hart was on them about the socks and <laughs> shit. Only reason why J. Cole keep coming up in my goddamn vocabulary today is because I'm still thinking about this show. Bro, this show that we show just went to last awesome. week, bro. They came in town. They did their yeah. thing. They did back out. That's how bro, you're supposed to do it. Speaking of that, could you imagine Tito about open for them? That would have been lit. I think that would have been really good exposure. That's the thing. Uh, that's another thing. When these artists come here, I be wanting like the local artists to be the opening acts. Mm-hmm. Like put the motherfuckers on, let the motherfuckers spit their yeah, shit. Yeah, give them a chance. Let the crowd feel that shit. Get their music out there. You, you know what I'm saying? Could you imagine how many streams he would have gained if like, like nigga? Yeah. Could you imagine how many streams he would have gained? Put 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 city on. God damn! I don't yeah. know who organized in St. Louis who organized that that Drake shit, but. If you hear me, hear me clear. But you know what? So Break my foot off in your ass. You don't start doing the right shit of breaking bread with your same yeah. ass people, my nigga. Because the last thing you want is me up in your damn mansion. On your couch. Feet out. Watching with your TV, wife. Watching Netflix. Watching Netflix with your daughter. She just turned 23. All right, man. You can show me going too far right I, now. As I said 23. That's beyond legal. I don't even go that low in date. Because I be damned. But just because I ain't trying to catch no charge, I'm going to go ahead and end it here for myself. I don't know if you want to keep going. Nah, but um, no, I got a few things to say, but well, just really quick. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, because I know we usually give these albums a rating. I'm going to give be honest. I'm going to give this album a straight 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it a solid 10 out of 10. Uh, which I think was the first time. Was this I do the first recommend. Album? Yeah, it's the first album that was a 10 out of 10. That was like, it was like flawless, bro. Yeah, this, this, was, this was executed perfectly I got for me. I got another question for you, if you don't mind. What makes this album to you better than Don't Stop at Lights? What makes it better than Don't Stop yeah, at Lights? I remember, you kind of, uh, I remember I asked you uh, off the air before. If I'm being honest, I think Don't Stop at Lights, um, it was a good album. Yeah. But compared to this, this is, um, he was a little, he was more focused. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. He, like, like you said in the beginning, he had a purpose. Uh, he executed and he worked that purpose out thoroughly. Yeah. Um, the cohesiveness in all the songs, the tracks, um, positive messaging, and it's uh, it's good. It's motivation. Yeah. Album, this is a real good motivator. A lot of substance. A lot of substance in this substance. one. So, and I feel don't get me wrong. I feel like Don't Stop at Lights had some of the. They gave he gave you a lot of like bars, and he was more like. I feel like he's a little bit more battle, almost somewhat kind of like battle rap ish. A little bit more on Don't Stop Your Lights. There, there was some competitiveness to it. On oh, no, Don't like, Stop Your like, Lights. Like what but, I've done and all yeah. that. Yeah. But um, this was more, so, like I said, more solid, more focused, more yeah. I had a purpose. I followed through on that. And this is what it, this is what we got. And that I like. That's what made this better, a little bit yeah. more better for me. I can't um, wait for the next one. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he has going on in his yeah. future. You can definitely expect us to be somewhere promoting it or doing something. Yeah. 
pushing it however if he allows us to if he wants us to i want to have a meeting with the student you know, we always be down to do whatever to get this yeah. shit i'm trying to get my followers up yeah. now just for that main purpose but um, <laughs> for other shit to promote yeah, this shit in the city uh, but man, i guess to wrap this up man this is a i'm gonna say i'm giving just giving a message man tfo man just keep doing what you're doing bro like you're a veteran in the game i said this before i'm gonna say it again you're a top 50 mc of all time in my opinion you're definitely you know you're definitely uh St. Louis's hope, for sure, of uh, showing what these other cats um, throughout the country have. You know, you definitely have uh, more than the potential to um, be a superstar. Just keep doing what you're doing, bro. You know, keep AMG on the rise. And, man, that's all I got to say on that. Hey, yeah, keep on going. Keep AMG on the rise. Man, keep putting on for the north side. Let them motherfuckers hear your voice. Tell yes. them about us. Tell them about us when you, wherever you are, let them know. Yeah. Hey, that little that little town in the middle of the map ain't nothing to be played with, man. We got some real spitters coming up out of here. Um, thank you for the body of work. You know, you yeah, take your time you, out of your life for that. Um, well, you know, thank you for the love too, man. He's shown us love. A lot oh yeah, of the time. definitely. Like, like especially when we did uh, "Don't Stop My Lights" last time. I'll never forget him. Uh, mm-hmm. the hell out of hell, the hell out of that episode. Yeah, we got. I remember on Facebook, I think it had like five hundred some views on it. Yeah, that, that episode you. went crazy too. It went crazy too. When, when I checked the Spotify numbers for that motherfucker, that episode went crazy. It did. That was our craziest episode to date. Um, but man, uh, we're definitely gonna get you on here, bro. Um, you know, I'll definitely get in contact with you in the near future. But man, just keep doing what you. I know you're been wanting to get on, <laughs> but we're gonna get you on, bro. I promise. We're gonna get you on. Like I said, on like I said previously, we've both been going through some personal things in the past year, but we're back. Yeah, let me start. Well, let me finish a couple of moves, and then we got to go check out something together, and then we can go ahead and get that rolling. Yeah, for sure. But um, Uh, I'm going to get in contact with you soon, bro. As always, you know, you can find me on Twitter, on the Twitters, the X. X, because it's, it's it's a damn porn app at this goddamn point. It really is. It's a bro. fucking porn really app, is. bro. Just find me on there. I got an account on the porn app called X, and just find me on there. I ain't slinging no being or nothing like that, but you know what I'm saying. What the fuck is my name on there? Mahogany Mayhem. That's see, I forgot that shit already. God damn it. Um, Instagram three one four underscore Yogi three one yeah three one four underscore Yogi on most things. You'll see my face. Yep. Hi, I'm the one with the locks. Bobby. Yeah, you already know what it is, man. You can follow me on X at Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. 501. Easy for me to find. Profile picture, half Eminem, half Tupac. <laughs> so, uh, the face. I'm talking about the face. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm just I looked sure. at your avatar and he cracked me the fuck up. I know you did. Uh, your profile picture cracks me up too. What the fuck is my profile picture? You look so serious on your. I think it's the one with me, the AI picture. I think so. Yeah, like the Star Wars shit. I'm a Star Wars nerd, bro. Yeah, classics. But um, but man, this was another uh, episode, another great album review that everybody should check out. If you haven't yet, you're too late. (laughs) Yeah, uh, if you haven't um, if you're reading this now, you're late. Remember, stop at lights, because St. Anne PD will chase your ass into the city. They have made note of that in, a, in our um, city's newspaper. And I'm out. Peace. Cut the bass out. Cut the bass out.